It's oval. It's oval. It's oval. Like how how can anybody look at any oval track and go, oh, that track looks boring. They all look boring. They're they're ovals. <laughs> Welcome to the Hobby Town Hobby Plex Show. That's not right. It's not the Hobby Town. I mean, it is a Hobby Town Hobby Plex Show, but it's the Hobby Plex Show. I'm Alex Sturgeon, Manager, Race Director, Hobby Town Hobby Plex. With me, as always, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here to talk about pretty much just about everything uh, surrounding the Hobby Plex on a weekly basis, which, uh, which sometimes can be quite difficult because there might not be a lot going on. But uh, you didn't race this weekend, so you're kind of out of the loop. Yeah, I am. I cleaned my basement. I did that today. Yeah, I got room for more bikes down here. Oh, bikes? Mm-hmm. What kind of bike? My bike? Oh, your your new one? Your Navi or whatever? Yeah. You can put it down here if you want. Dude, I am so stoked. You have no idea how. I mean, you probably do. I am, I am beyond excited for February. Yeah. Like, uh, so in like all the scooter pages that I'm in, mm-hmm. this is like a new, like Traxxas car coming out. Really? Or this is like a new, like RC car coming out. Like it's the new version of the Ruckus. Do you know, do you know that the Navi has been out since like 2016 in every other place except the United States? Yep. And so we finally get it. And, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. There's this uh, new bike that's coming out that is a Honda Trail 70. It's a unibody bike, mm. um, and it's made by Honda. It's a 125. I want that more than the monkey. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the monkey's not really my style. It's cool, but yeah, I'd rather have that, like that 70 copy. <sighs> this one, I'm. Uh, I, the more I read about it, and the more I watch stuff on YouTube about it, the more excited I get, and uh, I'm just, I'm just ready for. I'm ready to, on nice days, tolerable days, and days when I don't need to do, when I don't need to bring my truck to work, to just ride something that gets 109 miles per gallon to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just so excited for that. Yeah, tank of gas would probably last you a month or longer. Yeah, I hope so. Because it's, what, probably got a two-gallon tank on it? Point nine. Oh, that's it? That's it. Huh. Yeah. The Ruckus had 1.3. Yeah, it's a one point. It's a point nine gallon tank. It's uh, it's just a hundred miles. But I mean, I think I live five miles away from the Plex. It's funny, like you don't even, like you couldn't even put a whole gallon of gas in it. You go to the pump, it'd yeah. be like two bu- two bucks or three, three bucks or four. Hopefully not, but maybe. But yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm pretty stoked about that. I know it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. And we can finally, I can finally go on rides with Emerson, with my sister, mm-hmm. brother-in-law I can go on rides with you. We can all be like a scooter club. I thought they looked kind of stupid and awkward looking at first. Like it's like, okay, this is supposed to be somewhere. This is supposed to be somewhere else, but it just doesn't look, look, uh, it doesn't like gel together. It's like yeah. two completely different looks for me, but it's growing on me. I think it's cool that it looks like a motorcycle. Oh, you do? Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's super rad. Yeah, I'd rather have it look like a scooter. Yeah, but it, 
There's something about putting your leg over a bike. I guess originally scooters are designed so that you didn't have to step over them like if you wore a dress. Oh, I can see that. Like step-through bikes? Yeah. I think is what they're called. Right. That's true. Oh. Well, anyways, uh, this show is uh, brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And if you mention our show to either Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, um, you can get yourself a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. They've been uh, they've been um, pretty much uh, bankrolling the show so we can get you to you on a weekly basis. Since we started, we're on episode 88. Did you know that? 88. We've done 88 times you and I have been together on a Monday night for two hours or so. That's crazy. That's a lot of hours. Yeah, it is. F100's coming up. What do you guys got planned? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I I don't want to do stuff that everybody else does. It's got to be at least 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll have to think about it. Let's do like a stunt. Yeah, we got to do. Ooh, that'd be fun. We could do a live stunt. I bet you they could they could get a uh, camera outside somehow. Yeah, like non RC related, like a, like a jackass stuff. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I want to make mention of something really fast. So, uh, the Hobbytown Hobbyflex has carried monsters for many, many years now, and Red Bull, right? Which I don't like either one of those. I I don't. If I try to drink a monster, I I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack. However, there's a few monsters I'm tolerant of when I drink them. And the uh, the coffee-related monsters actually are some of my favorites. So uh, Mean Beans are a really good one. Um, and then this one's a Locomoco. We were out of Mean Beans at the store. So I actually bought this from the Plex instead of at a... Station of gases? Yeah, a gas station. Just because I get it. I'm a manager, so I get everything it costs. So... <laughs> Nice. So I save like I save like half price on this. So I'm gonna drink it and it's gonna be awesome. So um this is my drink tonight. Anyways, uh so we're not gonna do the Kickstart thing, but I got a monster, so go in there. Monster coffee loca mocha. I've actually never had this one before. I hope it's good. Hang on. Do the loca mocha. Come on, baby. It's a little stronger of coffee, but uh, I'll i I'll take it. The mean bean's not as coffee ish. Speaking of that, what are you drinking? Uh, a Gatorade. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I have a, a coffee of my own. This is a Pabst Blue Ribbon hard, hard coffee. It's probably from this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. Yeah. I look into the camera and say, I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. Uh, yeah, uh, these things are like 5%. Yeah, they're they're potent. Uh, it's crazy because you don't realize you're drink what you're drinking. Because I've I get those every once in a while, and uh, I've drank two of those once on this show. And by the end of the show, I was not only was I sort of blurry, but I was also sweating a lot because it was all the caffeine in there. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty I already terrible. drank one. Yeah, I drank one before the show started. I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, oh yeah, went, clang, clang is gone. And I was like, how many alcohols are in this? And I was like, oh, 5%. Oh, that's, that's uh, wonderful. That's less than 10. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, what's a regular old beer? Mm. I guess I've never really looked. I've never cared to look. I just drink it. Probably 5%. I don't know. I suppose I could Google it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we have, we have the internet. Yeah, we have the We internet. have the answer to everything. In the palm of your hand. 
It's like when Kip asks a question at work, and I'm like, dude, you you literally have a device in your hand that can and you can get to qu- answer your question. My favorite is like really stupid questions. Like, uh, do you think they have ranch dressing in Europe? Because they don't have ranches. <laughs> it's, like, it's like really, really stupid question. Is French dressing really French? While we're on that topic. Or Italian dressing. It's funny how there's French and Italian dressing. I guess I never put two and two together before. Yeah, it is kind of weird. It is weird. And then, like, ranch is like American dressing, right? Yeah, definitely. And then, like, huh. There's also a Caesar salad. That's all, So Caesar would also be Italian. Right? I don't know. I guess. I mean, it's from Rome. I always Rome's get Caesar salad. The lettuce and the cheese is a lot higher quality. I'm a garden salad person, but I don't want any... I don't want any crap in my salad. I just want lettuce and croutons and cheese and lots of, and lots of ranch dressing to, to drown out the, uh, the goodness that would be in anything green to offset any health benefits of having it. Exactly. I, I am a oil and vinegar man myself and, uh, maybe, maybe some, some fresh pepper and that's it. I accidentally got blue cheese once instead of ranch. Ugh. It's it's pretty potent stuff. Not my favorite dressing to have. Yeah. What are you gonna do for Thanksgiving? Since we're on the topic of uh, dressing and food and stuff. Um. Well, I'm making the world tour, as it were, for people that have divorced families can understand. Mm. Um. I am going to one with my sister, one with my uh, mom. Then we're going to another one with uh, Aaron's grandparents on one side of the family, Aaron's grandparents on the other side of the family, and I think one more. So I have five Thanksgivings to go to. Wow! Everybody like no no. There's people that will get together and whatever, and there's guys that won't get together. Those people and it's just a pain in the ass. I'm doing what people do when their parents are all dead. And uh, I'm just staying home. Nice, dude. We did that last year. It was great. God, I I just hate having to go everywhere for the holidays. I'm having I'm having uh, Richard and Margie over, and uh, oh, nice. I'm making a turkey. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna sit and eat at my house, and then so that means I get to watch some football and enjoy a day off because we're not open on Thursday. It's one of the few days we're not actually open: Thursday, Christmas, and Easter. Are you going to, uh, are you going to like smoke the turkey? Are you going to brine the turkey? Are you going to fry the turkey? Um, I have are you no idea. Turn it into a fine paste. I'm not really sure what I'm doing. I think last time I made a turkey, this was several years ago. Um, when I actually invited my dad over, my dad's still alive, by the way, just, just so you guys mm-hmm. are out there. Um, but he lives so far away that it's kind of hard to do that. Um, anyways, yeah. uh, uh, I think what I'm going to do is, is do the oven thing and then I'm going to put like a bunch of like lemon and, and spices and herbs and stuff inside the skin with a mm-hmm. bunch of like butter and all that. And then just shove it in there and, and bake it until it's done. Yeah. Um, huh, that sounds good. I hope and so. I'd offer, I'd offer to come over, but, uh, I have too many other Thanksgiving's yeah, to go yeah, to yeah, too many obligations. <laughs> I can't invite myself over to Thanksgiving. See, I can't, I can't go, uh, I can't go too far away because we're open on Friday, but it's black Friday for us. Yeah, and that's part of the one of the things about about our style of stores is is it's very important for me, Tim, Kip, 
all the major players that work there to be there on that day specifically. I'd feel guilty if I wasn't there. I would. That being said, I think I'm getting New Year's Day and a weekend off. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to be Gretchen's family's Christmas. So we're going to go. We're going to go there then that way. I don't feel that bad because it's New Year's. We're not racing or anything. So. Yeah. Hey, is Peter listening yet? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's there. Uh, Creamy cucumber is the best. Creamy cucumber. We should write this down. Everybody, put everybody, everybody that's watching right now, uh, comment what your favorite dressing is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> doesn't uh, don't, doesn't comments on YouTube? Uh, the, the more you comment, the more it, it hits into the. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The stratosphere. Yeah. And uh, 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 hey, Peter, what do you guys do for Thanksgiving in Canada? Since you're not Americans, do Canadians have Thanksgiving? <laughs> they have their own I don't Thanksgiving. Know. It's a. Is it, I don't think it's the same day but i think they have their own version do they just have craft dinner i'm they might have just had it actually huh. i guess we're gonna find out yeah this i'm curious to know this myself actually do you, you get it like the craft dinner yeah like i do from craft okay. dinner craft dinner craft dinner dude the first time i met ty testman and his mom uh it was at a roar race in 2013 and they went out to eat with us afterwards uh with the rmt it was an onward race he was there racing like carpet or something and mm-hmm. uh i this is this is how bad of first impressions I make with people in high standing in the RC world. Because oh, you too, I, huh? Well, here I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be funny, and I was like, and I didn't necessarily know. I knew who he was, but I didn't necessarily know about him a whole lot at the time. And I asked him. I said, I asked his mom. I asked both of them. I was like, so are you guys from like? I just I remember this. So I said are you guys from the part of Canada where you like shoot a moose and eat some and eat the moose for like six months? Or are you like from part of Canada? That's just normal. <laughs> yeah. They're like just normal. Yeah. They didn't. Who they, doesn't eat mooses? I don't think either. I really thought that that was that funny. Probably not. I know. And then I gave uh, and then, and then they like hugged. I think Jimmy Babcock is with us. So Jimmy, Jimmy got a hug. Bob Ingersoll got a hug and then I was standing there very awkwardly and I was like, do I, do I get a hug? And so I got a very awkward hug from Tessman's mom. Oh, how, but not from, how, Ty, uh, not from Ty Tessman. How pitiful. I know. She's like, I pity you. She's like, I don't really like this guy. Yeah. Hopefully we never meet again. Yeah. What's that Canadian wedding? What, what were they hurling something at the, as they, Oh, the pudding. Is it the pudding? I think it's pudding. Oh, I can't remember. I think it's tapioca pudding. Oh, you might be right. Anyway. Or maybe chocolate pudding. I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember there's either. the big big tub of pudding. Oh, hold on, hold on. We do the same stuff on our Thanksgiving. Uh, the U.S. one, we normally listen to the Lions lose at work because the Lions are one of the teams that play every Thanksgiving day. Oh, really? And Peter's pretty close to Detroit, so that makes that actually makes sense. It's weird not being an NFL fan because even though I mean I'll watch it, but I don't really give a crap about who's playing. It's, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's always the Cowboys and and the Detroit Lions. I think if the Chiefs are good, doing good, I'm watching. If they're not, I'm not watching. I brought my models today, uh, my Star Wars models, because I'm taking a couple of them home. These are the these are the five I'm actually going to take back home. These are all on display at the mm-hmm. Hobbyplex, and I finished my Boba Fett today, and I've had Boba Fett for a year. And I've been piecing them together. It's not a hard model, but I've just, you know, I'm not a model guy. So 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes I you start. You paint it. No, no Bandai stuff. You don't have to paint it. You can if you want to. You can. You can like. Um, uh, it's like three different pieces you have to click together. No, Boba's it took you like a. It took you a year. No, Boba. Done. Boba was like a hundred. It was like a a good hundred uh, pieces. But I know I just thought it'd be funny. Like, no, yeah, it, I've I have had models like that. Like uh, so, I brought over. I brought a bunch of them over here to, for Margie and them and and Richard to display. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them are pretty easy models where they're pro- a couple of Ravel models where there's just like maybe 10 pieces, but they're just three and up. Yeah. They're made to be like toys, but they're still really cool though. But these, uh, these are going home with me. And then I got a Mandalorian that I got to build next. That'd be cool. Yeah. He's got the dark saber and everything. It's going to be really rad. Hmm. But uh, I brought these cause uh, the kids have been, they're the boys, Logan, who works for us, uh, Caleb, who works for us for now. I don't think he's going to work for us for much longer. It sounds like, and, uh, Kip make, uh, the, uh, Gundams. Hmm. And they made so many of them that they're displaying them in the same area. I had mine and they're kind of like crowding my star Wars stuff in. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to take them home. So that's yeah, what, that's what I got going on. I was trying to get Alex or not Alex. I was trying to get Scott to pit for me uh, at the next winter series. Like just to be my dedicated pit guy. Yeah. And he said no, because he doesn't want to get sucked back into RC. It's like, man, you don't have to race. Yeah. What else is he going to do there all day? He isn't going to do anything, anything on Saturday. He's going to go home and do nothing. Does he still have his Miata? Yeah. It's getting too cold to drive that death trap. That's true. So yeah, so now we're going to have hopefully uh, different flavors of monsters. Let's get back on that. Oh, yeah. uh, we've got red, white, and blue monsters, black monsters, white monsters, and now uh, mocha monsters. Why so many monsters? I don't know. It just showed up one day. And I was like, holy crap. We got mocha monsters? I like those. Mocha monsters? Mocha monsters. And mocha monsters. Yeah, it was great. Did you uh, keep a track of our races at all this weekend? Nope. Good for you. <laughs> dude dude i i i uh i was uh doing stuff yeah i'm not proud of that no it's I, sometimes it's, you got to do that sometimes it's just like eh, i'm over it i have a hard time like paying attention to any other racing than my own sometimes you know i have been in a I, very bad mood the last couple of weeks on race days so i've i'm i'm kind of embarrassed by you it don't say yeah but I had the dumbest thing happen on Friday. I don't know if you want to talk about that or not right now. Sure. Tell me about it, stud. What, what were you going to talk about? Because you were talking, keep going with what you were saying, and then I'll get into what I was going to do. Uh, I don't want to cut you off. I, just, I, I mean, I really only pay attention to my own racing, unless it's like a Worlds or an Ats or a big event. And, you, and I was just really busy uh, trying to work in my basement and get, get stuff cleared out before winter. It's like winter's coming. You know? Winter's coming. The only thing going on this weekend that I really cared about kind of was the carpet thing in Florida. Yeah. And um, only because, not only, but um, no, I, nobody nobody here went. No, I shouldn't say that. Dave Alberico went down there. I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, but other than that, the track itself, that was one of the sickest carpet off-road layouts I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it looked nice. It was fantastic. And I like if you get close up views sometimes of their when 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 you look at pictures, they kind of do the same thing we do. It looks like all their stuff is movable and stackable. 
so they can create all these different layouts with with the stuff they have um and it's easy to take down and move like i don't i think hardly anything there is one piece yeah it looks pretty modular yeah but i mean last year's layout i was not impressed by Hmm. it to last year's layout seemed too Um, too open and fast for me I just didn't like the thing at the end of the straightaway last year. Like, if I were there, I wouldn't have dug that. Yeah. But this layout. Just, just a regular old Widowmaker dude, waiting for you to saw off arms. This layout was amazing. I They did such a great job. I wonder I wonder if they even put in for the carpet gnats. I don't know. They seem like one of those tracks that just doesn't care about things like that. Yeah. I could be wrong. Because I, I, I wonder if Thunder Thunder Road did it. If they put in for it, put in I, for it. I know where the I know where the gnats went, and I kind of have a feeling why I know why they went there. They're they're in that 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 PW Underground track in Oregon, and it's Joe Pillar's. I think it's Joe the Pillar's mall. home. I think it, I think so. It's Joe Pillar's home track, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the first year for doing it. And I think he's on the executive committee, so I I I think I understand why it went there. But if that if they get a good turnout for that and they keep doing it, I mean they've got several really outstanding places to, to take that race if they want it, you know? Yeah. If they want it is the, is the word there. Maybe, uh, you know, they wanted, so they wanted to have it at a place they could for sure know, like they would do everything the, like, unless there's like a new set of rules or I don't know what the heck, like for carpet, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if they're changing things for that style of racing. Um, but maybe like, since Joe's on the executive committee, you know, he's like, I can ensure this is going to be run the way it's supposed to be run and the set the tone for how these events are going to go in the future. Right. And we want to have it here. So that makes sense. Like, Hey, this is, this is a real deal, but it's kind of a test, you know? Yeah. And we want to make sure everything goes correct. And then you have the, uh, uh, the carpet, the carpet race. Is it next weekend? Not this weekend. This weekend's the honored one. But Scotty Ernst has the Cleveland champs, and then the following week is the is the carpet off-road one. Yeah. I I wanted to go to the carpet off-road one. I think that would have been cool. It would have been cool. I had planned on going to a race that weekend on my birthday weekend, and then I I pulled out of it and I'm like, yeah, I can't afford it. And then I saw the thing on Jay Concepts telling us to go, and I was like, man. Mm-hmm. Cleveland. I'm like, holy crap, I can't afford that. How long a drive would that be? Cleveland? Yeah. Well, I mean, it took 12 hours to get to State Line from my house. And mm-hmm. that's and that was on the Michigan, Indiana, Ohio border. Mm-hmm. Ohio border or, or Illinois border? Ohio. Michigan, Michigan, Indiana border. Yeah. So I bet you it would be another 13 or 14. Another 13 No, or I mean, hours? it'd be it's probably a total of about 14 or 15 hours total. Oh, really? I think I was trying to, I drove to Pittsburgh once and I can't remember how long that, it's so long ago, I can't even remember how long it took. Might just be easier to fly. Yeah, but then you, you're not guaranteed a rental car. No, you're not? No, rental cars are almost non-existent now. Yeah, we'll just call the factory. That's why they're so expensive. And, yeah, we'll we'll just call them and tell them to come pick us up at the airport. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. 
So Dakota won mod two wheel down there. Yeah. And uh, that's crazy. I mean, think about all the classes that he's, there's not anything he's not good at. Yeah. Or dominant in, I guess. Four wheel drive mod. How about Michael Orlowski coming in from Europe? Taking the win. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. And your Newman was in the main. Martin Bayer. And four wheel drive had all the European guys. Two wheel drive only had Michael. What? Uh, isn't it Mikhail? Is it? it oh, Mikhail? It, I believe it's Mikhail. I don't Orlowski. know. I'm American, dude. I don't know how to pronounce that shit. Um, <laughs> Mikhail Orlowski. What a uh, car did Yorn run? Ooh, I don't know. Don't know. Last last uh, time he was in in the scene, it was uh, Serpent. No, he's I not believe. running. I, I'm pretty sure he's running a Schumacher. Is he? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Yeah, I remember he almost won a three of the uh, 2011 Worlds with. Uh, that Durango. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a really good driver. Yep. I pitted across from him once at the clash in 2011 in Florida. Oh really? Him and, uh, uh, the Durango dude. What's that guy? What's that guy's name? Gerd. Couldn't tell you, dude. Look at Rhett McNair winning 40 plus mod down there. Who is that guy? You know that guy? I don't know. Yeah. Rhett. He's a, he's a old school nineties driver. Yeah, I thought I heard the name before. But. Like, like, I, w- I won't. I've I've spoken to him a few times lately. Like, like in the last couple of years, he came up to the Plex maybe once for one of our mm-hmm. uh, J Concepts races. But he's like a he's like uh, he he's made quite a few. I believe he quite quite a few nineties A mains. Yeah, lives in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I think he live in Texas or Texas. Is it Texas? See, maybe. I don't know. I'm so out of it. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. The winner is... All right, let's get on to our stuff. Yeah, sure, why not? All right. So we had... Um, let me get to the right track. Friday night, we had 44 entries. So another just good, solid, fun um, Friday night. I didn't I didn't even bring my 8 scale because um, I wanted to... I got my Schumacher fixed and I wanted to practice. I got the track done, the carpet track done at like 5 so we could practice on it. Um, so when... And of course, I got to go back to work. So once we closed, I came downstairs and uh, got the track finished and then took a couple laps. But I got to see these guys run. How many Plex Beckers were there? Because that's always kind of the defining um, the defining thing for me. Plex Spec, that's 14. So not too bad. I mean, again, yeah, there's two heats. That's, that's what we need. There was an A and B main and E buggy again. Really? That's yeah. pretty cool. Who, sh- who all showed? Uh, let me find out here. Hang on a second. So, right. Plexpec A-Main had uh, Nevin Sneathan taking the win. Um, Trevor Moss, Michael Prendergast, Jamison Rezanov, Tanner Eagleton, and Emerson raced. So, Emerson made this monstrosity slash. So, he took my stock slash, and he put a brushless motor in it. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this all on his own, so I'm encouraging it. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And then he took my rock crawling cage, and he cut up a slash body and put a rock crawling cage uh, on the back of it. So he's got this weird thing. 
And then he had the audacity to name it MILF Mobile. Is it not? Which I was like, I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm, I don't get it. Are you the MILF? Or are you saying that that it's an attractive, is this attractive to milfs? And then I was or like, a, or is this a vehicle used for transporting milfs? And, <laughs> and then I was like, I go, and you do understand what milf means, right? What does milf mean anyway? Mom is living forever. Milf. Am I? It checks out. Because you're basically saying, if I think what you're saying, that. Mom over here, that's your age group. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go? He took it off. Really? Yeah. That's too bad. No, it's great. I didn't want that on there. Oh. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Because I, I was like, dude, that's that's not appropriate. What? But it is funny to talk about on the uh on the podcast though. Yeah, sure. Um 13.5 four wheel drive, we had uh, Garrett Paul. Taking the win by a lot, almost a lap. Uh, Nick Sneathan, Steve Wall, TJ Williams, Connor Hausch, the drummer from Def Leppard, and yeah. uh, Nick Petrozak. And then Mini Truggy. <clears throat> I watched this race. Um, Emerson screwed around way too much. He screwed around too much. He did. He screwed around too much. And uh, But John Haas was driving great. John Haas has been getting really good. Um, he uh, ended up beating Emerson by... by uh, it says one lap, but in reality, I mean, it's probably like 15 seconds or so. Um, yeah. Nick Sneathan got third. Josh Ryan is fourth. TJ Williams didn't race. Um, stock buggy. Um, we had the Ruben Kings come from out of town. Uh, so Chad Ruben King uh, took the win. Garrett Paul was second. Uh, Mitchell Pavel was behind him. Uh, Diego Quintana and Steve Wall. And then an e-buggy. You had uh, Ruben King taking the win by one lap. And a, the really? f- a full lap over James Ham, Dustin Hosick, Mitchell Pavel, John Kinzer, John Haas, TJ Williams, Nick Sneathan, Jackson Anderson, and Nick Pavel. Man, wow. who, who was in the B-Main? B-Main was John Haas and TJ getting the bump, and then you had Lance Murray, Steve Wall, Connor Hausch, and Nevin Sneathan. I wonder what, uh, wonder what he got figured out on that thing. Yeah. Something. That's crazy. So, good Friday night. I'm always happy with that. Um, Friday night, my shoe, I broke my Schumacher again. What? And, uh, what happened was, um, I was practicing, um, I got the right springs for it and I uh, still don't have a rear sway bar, but I put the front one, I left the front one on and I was out there driving and I was really, really happy with this car, dude. And I'm like, all right, I'm in the game tomorrow. This is going to be good. Oh. And then, then I decided to take, uh, another practice with my sway bar off and I didn't like it. So about halfway, I, I when I brought my car back up, snapped my front sway bar back on, went back out there and I went wide at the end of the street. We had this 90 degree turn at the end of this. I'm sorry. Hun, is it 180 degree? Yeah. 180 degree at the end of the straightaway. And apparently one of the, one of the lane dividers got moved. And so there was two exposed bricks that were supposed <laughs> to be holding holding the, the, the lane divider in place. Well, apparently they got the, it got bounced over the top of it. So it ended up on the wrong side of it. So in the lane was two exposed bricks and I drove my car right into it because I didn't see it. So I broke a front arm and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we got those. And I went upstairs, no front arms. 
So did you have like 50 rear arms? Yep. So then I'm like, so then I kind of freaked out and I freaked out of myself cause I didn't see the brick, but I was also like, why in the hell was there a brick there? And why didn't whoever hit the pipe, put, put the thing back mm-hmm. and not just leave an exposed brick out on the track. Right. You know, that's what made me irritated. I'm like, I'm like, why would somebody even let that out there? Wouldn't you think, Hey, maybe we should move that pipe back. So the brick's not exposed. Did it bend your chassis? No, I checked that. I, I hit it. I didn't hit it square. I hit it. I hit it right. No. I, I, it got the arm. Yeah. So, so anyways, so then I'm like, crap. So I put a thing out there, um, after I calmed down, um, it, it basically, it takes like, apparently it takes my anxiety meds, like, like five to 10 minutes to kick in and, yeah. and, and cool me off a little bit. <laughs> So anyways, so then I put a thing out there to Facebook. Nobody has Schumacher parts, so that was coming to race. But uh, Chance Rolk did let me borrow his uh, extra B3. That was nice of him. Uh, B63. And uh, um, I put my electronics into it, and I went out there and drove it, and I was like, huh. Because <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> so It was so good. And I'm just like, man, okay. So I had a really good day. I mean, I, I probably, I, Ethan's untouchable on carpet, but I was like, I think I can get second today. And after a crappy thing of qualifying, I ended up qualifying third and I finished second after everything was said and done. And because of Thanksgiving, I'm not going to get my parts until Monday. Uh, so just I'm, like me ordering engine. Yeah. So I'm going to have to, he said I could borrow his car all winter if I wanted to. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that, but I will borrow it for another week. Yeah. So chance, if you're listening, I'm going to keep your car for another week. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So we do race this Saturday and, uh, not Friday night cause it's black Friday, but we are going to race Saturday. Speaking of Saturday, uh, we had 48 entries at the carpet off-road syndicate this weekend. Um, pretty good turnout. Kind of, we've been kind of going back and forth between that low forties to high seventies. I think so far you have had the biggest turnout. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. There was a couple other races going on this weekend. So, um, yeah, I I was, I was curious as to what, you know, our number could have been or was going to be, but we ended up having a really good day and, uh, um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, lower mains and expert and independent stock buggy. Um, Plexpec, you had, uh, Connor taking the win, still just running Plexpec on the carpet, um, which is fine. Still just driving with one arm. Hmm. Um, Sawyer Haley getting a second place. And it was a crazy race between Sawyer, Elliot, Isabella, and Ryan Nemec. They all could have gotten second. And it basically, really? it came down to the last lap. So this is great for Plexpec. Uh, mm-hmm. Sawyer had a 14 flat. Elliot had a 1405. He made a crazy good pass on Isabella. I felt bad for Izzy. Um, I put these two um, rumble strips in the corners, like in, uh, of the, of the chicane. Yeah. And so instead of, instead of how it was, re, if you miss the chicane, you just run to the pipe and crash now, because mm-hmm. of where I put these two rumble strips, you could almost kind of like jump the corner sort of. And that's what Elliot did. He basically just jumped the corner and straight lined it and got around her on the last lap. So, so he finished with a four with a five Oh five and Isabella finished with a five Oh six. And then Ryan Nemec finished with a five Oh seven. Yeah. It was great. It's pretty cool. It was a crazy last couple laps that cause you know, it's plexpec. They're, they're just, they're constantly crashing. So 
Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, stadium truck, again, it's so weird. Last year, we had such a good turnout in truck. This year, you know, three or four trucks tops. Um, but Chance Roke to having a two-lap lead um, over TJ. TJ uh, finished in front of Jacob. Independent, stock buggy. You had, uh, that was the B main. Hang on. We had a C main. So we had, let's do expert. So expert A main. You had Chance Rolk taking the win. Um, John Kinzer finished second. Jake Poteet was third. This one was never really that close. Um, Corey Tannehill from the eighth spot. He had a rough day of qualifying, but he made up for it in the main. Finished fourth. TJ qualified fifth, stayed there. Joe Schnoes qualified sixth, stayed there. Daniel Bender qualified seventh, stayed in there. Phil Palmer was the one that I can't remember what happened, but something knocked him out a little early and then, and then he got back on the track. So finished eighth mod two wheel. Um, like I said, Ethan had us covered kind of by a lot, probably could have been more, but he was, he, he crashed too. the, the bite came oh. up like crazy. So everybody we, running buzz bites. We, yeah. We were all traction rolling, um, at one point or another. Um, the downside of the jumps were getting really edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, so nobody really had a clean run. Um, but Ethan, he got away at the start because, um, uh, I did something really stupid. So I think what happened was, um, I was in third and I was coming around one of these corners and I gave it a bunch of throttle and what is that? Oh, sorry. I was filing. Something. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, so I gave it throttle and my wheel, my wheels must've picked up because my, I, my car didn't turn. It just it literally went straight and I was turning the wheel. So I think what happened was my wheels were up off the ground. Mm-hmm. So I basically stacked up everybody behind uh, Riley at that point. And, uh, <laughs> and then it was kind of a cluster for a little while. And then I finally got up into second and I might not have been the fastest car at that point, but I was just up there going, okay, don't crash, don't crash. Cause everybody's crashing. So I was just like, don't crash, yeah. don't crash. I saw Jackson get close and crash. I saw Brandon get close to me a few times and and just couldn't quite get there. And Brandon was the one that I really screwed at the start. Uh, um, I we didn't run in. Nobody ran into each other, but I went. It was such a weird start because my car didn't turn, and then when it did turn, I kind of cut back on everybody. And Brandon went to miss me, and he actually went off the track on one of the um, the riser thingies. And so yeah. even though I never touched, we didn't. T- nobody touched anybody. It was just I caused the whole thing, so I felt really bad. But hmm. whatever, I got a second out of it. Yeah. Uh. 13.5 four-wheel drive, uh, Chance Rolk uh, won again. John Kinzer got second. Joe Schnoes with a third. Andrew Thomas with a fourth. Lance Murray with a fifth. And Josh Ryan with a sixth. It was a weird day because there was only six 13.5 four-wheel drives. And that's weird. Like, we almost always have an A and B main. Yeah, like you know, uh, that, that time I ran the races, there was a C main. Yeah, it's, it's usually main. the biggest class of the weekend. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and then independent buggy. Uh, yeah, TJ Williams taking the win. This was a pretty good race um, all the way down the, the line. I think just about everybody had, had, uh, had a, not everybody. I'm looking at the lead changes here. There was, I felt like there was more than a couple lead changes, but the graph says no. So um, TJ got first. Joe Schnoe's got a TQ in second. Daniel Bender finished third. McMullen, uh, Phil Palmer, Rod Case, Andrew Thomas, and Lance Murray. That was your A main of independent. So, and then that night I had to stay. So we put the track away and then I stayed that night and I worked on the oval until like 1 a.m. in the morning. Oh, nice. Because they ran oval the next day. And if you would have looked at the oval Saturday, 
Mm-hmm. Like if you were if you were from out of town to race this weekend and knew that there wasn't going to be practice on Saturday, but you wanted to look at the track, you would have went out there and went first off. You would have went where the hell's the oval at? But also, you would have been like, they're going to race on that. Yeah. So I got it whipped up. I felt really good about it, and uh, um, Sunday ended up being the best, um, the best of the weekend. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I was trying to decide if I was actually going to bring this up or not, but I, when was the last time, and I can't think of a time publicly that I, that, that you or I, or anybody from the Hobbyplex has ever said anything negative about another track. Publicly? Publicly. Never. I never, I, n- I never have. Right? No. I, maybe, maybe back in, maybe back in the day when I was less mature and RC tech was still around. Yeah. If I had a bad experience somewhere, I probably would have gone on there and spouted off about it. But, but mm-hmm. those days have been long gone, especially, especially when I personally started running a racetrack. Yeah. I just don't get it, man. What, who in the right mind thinks it's okay as a track owner to publicly like make a negative comment about another track? Oh, really? I just what don't happened? get it. And, and why do people, why would people still support that other place? This is the first I've heard of this. What happened? Oh, there was just, there was a comment on the Dirt Oval page. Um, oh, Dirt Oval. Okay. Yeah. Dirt Oval. I mean, you know, whatever. But uh, the comment yeah. on the Dirt Oval page saying that our track looks incredibly boring. Looks flat and boring. It's oval. It's oval. It's oval. Like how, how can anybody look at any oval track and go, oh, that track looks boring. They all look boring. They're, they're ovals. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, okay, like it's about like the the it's about having a good surface to race on and being in the correct class for your skill level to have good racing. Like, if like okay, we'll make a not boring oval with a Hot Wheels loop and jumps. Like, that doesn't sound boring. Yeah, no, I agree. I just I don't know. Your oval I, looks. I was boring. pissed because because like I got up at I actually got up on time. I opened the doors. Saturday on time, let everybody in. Everybody had a really good day. We had a great day. And then yeah. we put the track away and I, and I, I, I worked on the oval from like 7 PM to 1 AM in the morning for those guys. Now, nobody local, nobody that actually came to the race had anything negative to say, which is, yeah. al- which is always the case. I'm always like, I'm always getting, Hey man, thanks. I got a whole bunch of thanks, which is, which is, I'm not looking for that, but I appreciate it a ton. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it makes you want to do it again. Yeah, exactly. You know, and if we keep getting good turnouts, like we've been getting on the oval, then you're, you're never going to have to worry about the, the Plex not having an oval. I guarantee if we were only getting 10 to 20 entries, there wouldn't be an oval. Yeah. You know, so, yep. so I'm glad that the people that do come seem to appreciate you know, the work and I watched the races. The, the track was awesome. I thought the track looked great there. It wasn't even really that bumpy and I was afraid of it being really bumpy, but dude, I, I watered it, took the tractor around a whole bunch of laps. Then I, then I had to, while it was wet, so I don't break it up. I had to water it again. Then I dropped the box scraper, went around a whole bunch of times, peeled up a bunch of the, the inconsistencies in it. Mm-hmm. Then I put all that stuff away then I, then I watered it again, went around with the tractor again. Then I had to take all that dirt that I had scraped up and I went around by hand and patched up every single hole that you could find out there. Yeah. Went over it with the tamper, 
so that the tractor wouldn't pick it up when I went around it again, watered it again, went around at the tractor a whole bunch to squish it in, then mm-hmm. dropped the, the box scraper again, went around it a whole bunch of times to really smooth it out. And then finally, at the end of the night, I took the tamper to those sections again so they wouldn't be ripply, so they'd be smooth. Wow. And it took a lot of time. It's like the same guys that they'll, they'll like somebody posts a track that they're at, like for a big race for off road, and somebody will comment, "Where's the jumps?" Oh, I hate that. And it's like, dude, you're not even there. You're not even there. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I've we've gotten those comments before, and I've been like, "What the hell are you yeah. talking about?" There's like eight jumps on the track. Yeah, it's like you big dummy. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, you big dummy. You big dummy. So anyways, I don't know. That's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say who it was. Cause I don't even care to be honest with you. I don't think I've even met the person. I just, yeah, you, I just you don't, don't get it. To us. I just don't get it. <laughs> Cause we don't do that. We don't, nobody at the hop. You're never going to see Tim or me go on there and go, Oh, that looks like crap. <laughs> why, why would you do that? Why would we like, even need to? Yeah. Like, you know, did you look at their track? I did actually. What, how'd their track look? It's it's an oval. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably has more banking than ours. Okay. Great. Okay. They also don't have to work an off-road track into it as well like we do. Yeah. You know. If anything like flat track oval racing is always some of the best racing because you actually kind of have to drive the track instead mm-hmm. of letting the corner corner of your car for you. Yeah. You and know? it's got our track's got slight banking yeah it does there's some bank and it probably has some there's some action it probably has been dropped down a little bit over the over the last year and a half just from all the all the all the box scraping stuff and Mm -hmm. but other than that it stayed pretty consistent i thought anyways it's fine (sighs) oval racing is I, so they do a seeding round now. Okay. Where they take the best three. Mm-hmm. And then they have two qualifiers. So they, they essentially get three qualifiers. But the seeding rounds, I was watching it. It's very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the races are only two minutes. Okay. And uh, um, it's so if you, you know how oval, a lot of times you can get a whole bunch of cars around you and everybody wrecks. Yeah. So these guys that know what they're doing, I was watching and. They know what they're doing, so they they wait a little bit, give themselves some room, get those three laps, and then they catch up to the group that's crashing everywhere, and then they wait a little bit more, and then they go after their three laps again, and then by that time, their two, la- their two minutes is up. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways. So they had 74 entries. That's really good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's great. 50 drivers, 74 entries. It was great. Um, let's see. Let's start with the A main. So they had a Plexpec A main. Michael Prendergast, uh, one of our Friday nighters, is with Trevor Zelazny, the kid who works for us and runs Friday Night Racing. And they have like a, I think, an SC modified. So he won Plexpec. Ellie Hart was third. Chris Kinzer, uh, he got one of those um, associated uh, uh, late model things. Street street, street stock. Yeah, the street yeah. stock car. Um, Tanner Eagleton, uh, finished fourth. Ellie Hart, I believe is Cody Cupke's girlfriend. 
I think so. So yeah, she finished second. Good job. Hmm. You beat two dudes. Uh, nice. Mud Boss, she's the greatest name for a class ever. Mud Boss uh, had uh, Chris Zelazny taking the win. Cody Kupke finishing second. John Kilpatrick uh, finishing third. Jeff Tadlock. Haley Irving. Oh, Haley. Haley's Kaylee. H- Haley is Cu- uh, Kupke's girlfriend. Not yeah. not not the other person. That's right. Oh. I forgot her name it was Haley. My bad. Oh, it's Haley. I remember that because uh, uh, Eminem's daughter's named Haley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jared Tadlock finished sixth, and then he had SC Modified. Shane Nielsen taking the win. Greg Hart was second. Jeff Tadlock was third, and Brian Hart was fourth. 410 sprint. So these should be the uh, modifieds, the fast guys. Oh, wow. How about this? Nate Sutherland taking the win. Nice. Uh, Kelly Beller was second. Craig Moline was third. Um, Gooch finished uh, fourth. Uh, Tim Mikitich was fifth. Brian Erb was sixth. Ninja, which is, um, oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. I for, I'm going to forget Mike. Um, ah, I can't remember his name. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Finished seventh. And uh, Phil, we all know who Ninja is, uh, finished eighth. Street Stock. Street Stock A Main had Ninja finishing first. Ninja was in Street Stock. Tim Mikatech was a second. Tim Sutherland finished third. Then you had Brandon Cowell, Jared Bailey, Logan Geiger, Casey Keller, and Brian Bailey. And then late model was uh, Gooch taking the win. Nice. Finished 1.1 seconds ahead of Nate Sutherland. Kelly Beller was third. Case and Keller was fourth. Brock Mikotich was fifth. Dalton Hawbaker was sixth. Mike Archer was seventh. Mike Pruitt was, uh, was eighth. SC Modified... A main Mike Pruitt followed by David Pruitt there. Those two guys are really good at that class too. Uh, Derek Sprague was third. How about Trevor Zelazny finishing fourth? Uh, Jimmy Keenan. Oh, look at this name. Guess who, guess who showed up to race an RC car for the first time in a while. Jay Fairchild finished really? sixth. Yeah. He brought, I think he borrowed one of Kinzer's cars. That's cool. Keegan Johnson was seventh and Chris Zelazny was eighth. Uh, Jay, for those of you guys watching the show, uh, Jay Fairchild um, is pretty fast at RC cars, but he was also my backup race director for a while too, mm-hmm. um, before we had Trevor. And then, uh, wow, good day here for uh, for Gooch, um, finishing first in 360 sprint. And I watched his qualifier, and his qualifier was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So Darren Ryder's got a really good car in, in 360. Nice. Uh, Nate Sutherland had a good day, finished second, qualified fifth, but finished second. Uh, Jimmy Keenan was third. John Kinzer was fourth. Phil Palmer was fifth. Phil Beardshire was sixth. Brian Erb was seventh. And Trevor Zlasny was eighth. So that's a pretty good day. Yeah. Really good day. You want to take a uh, uh, pivot break and then we'll we'll wrap it up with uh, some uh, some chat. If you have a question or anything, drop it in the chat, comment, whatever. And uh, we'll be back. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. 
This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and I'm here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters that were located at 470 in Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited. Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, I think it was the very first reality show on ABC, like America's Most Beautiful Person. He won it. And so he's really, uh, really great guy. Uh, so we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 177599. I texted her at 9.09 a.m. right when I opened the doors. I'm like, hey, could you also get me a crunch wrap from Taco Bell breakfast? I love breakfast crunch wraps from Taco Bell. Yeah. Her, she goes, I'm still sitting here. This is stupid. Can't I just go in the non-business uh, uh, line? And and then I go, well, that's weird. Whenever I'm there, there's never a line. And then she showed me a picture. She's behind this um, car. And she says, been here probably 10 minutes. And I put same guy. And she goes, yep. And I go, I hate that guy. <laughs> and she goes, huh? You know that car? And I, I put, nope, just that guy in general. That guy sucks. <laughs> I hate that guy. So then, I, go for it. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I was at the gas station the other day, and there was a guy buying lottery tickets. Oh, and there was like a line of like dude. five people that I was in and uh I finally just said like hey can you just like stop buying lottery tickets for like five minutes so we can leave <laughs> and the guy's like oh yeah so that I, worked out <laughs> I hate lottery I hate lottery guy I hate lottery woman yeah they're the worst it's like the, the worst thing ever at the Casey's there's usually there's lottery guy and then there's um chew guy so there's always somebody in line. I'm always behind this guy in line who's who's not getting. They're not grabbing the right chew for him. So he has oh, to really? sit. So he has to sit there and point and be like, "No, not that one. I want that chew right there. Give me that one." And then she grabs that one. He's like, "No, I want that one right there." And then so they have to do that like three or four times before. No, I want that one. I want that one right there. And then if you get if you get chew guy and lottery guy as the same person, that's even worse. Yeah, they're the worst. Just leave. Yeah. I've, I've walked out before. Like I've sit stuff on the counter and just walked out. Like I don't have time for this. For this. I think I've done that too. I think, yeah. I think I did that once at, I, at that same Casey's because I was behind somebody. I think I was behind a lottery person and mm -hmm. it was taking so long. that I was like, I have enough of this. And I just put my kickstarts on the counter and left. Mm -hmm. 
because I was going to be late it, for work. It's the best when you get when they make eye contact with you while you're doing it. Yeah, and you sit them on the counter, and you're just like, you're just like, then you leave. <laughs> that's that's the move. The nice thing about Kickstarter is I can't spit in them, so you know there's yeah. no way for for my stuff to get to get messed up. Uh, okay, hold on. Uh, so then, um, so then an hour later, this is at, uh, 1030 and get, remember that, that breakfast stops at 11 at Taco Bell. What if no crunch wrap? And I'm like, what? I'm like, they don't have crunch wraps. And, uh, she goes, uh, don't have them. Oh, she goes, I haven't gone yet. Last time they didn't have any. Then. I get this big long thing and this is where it gets interesting at the first Taco Bell drive at first the Taco Bell, she wrote me like a book at first Taco Bell drive through not working, had to go inside. All I'm doing today is waiting. I have to wait eight minutes for your stupid crunches. At first they told me they aren't serving breakfast anymore because they didn't have any eggs. And I said at 10 p- at 10 AM and then somebody came and said, yes, I could have one, but it would take like eight minutes. And she goes, where in the world did these magical eggs appear from? And so just to egg her on, no pun intended, <laughs> um, I put, maybe they have chickens. Yeah. To maybe. which she said, I'm just annoyed by everything and everybody. You better be happy with your damn crunch wraps. Hmm. And I got a crunch wrap. Neat. So I was happy because I, I got a nice crunch wrap. Yeah. So With none of the effort. Yeah, I didn't have to do anything. I just had her yeah. go get... Get me a All right, rat. mother, go get me, go get that in crunch, right? <laughs> uh, hey, uh, before we get to the chat, I went and saw Ghostbusters. Yeah, man, what a good movie! I hear good things. You know how I know it was going to be good because the Rotten Tomatoes score for critics was like was like sixty sixty percent. You didn't even let me guess. Oh, was I supposed to? Yeah, you said. Do you know how you think that? You you know how I oh. think this is good, or whatever. And like, I'm sorry, I'm in a very talkative mood today. No, it's great. No, so I've, I been, like it. I've been talking over I, you a lot. I, I think it's funny to say like, oh, you, like you give me time to guess. Oh, okay. Did, have you seen that? Uh, there was a uh, on the on the Tim cast. They had Joe Rogan on. They had Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, I, some other guy, and some other guy on at the same time. And Joe, I heard of, I heard about it because I listened. I started listening to the Tim Pool. Rogan today. Yeah. And they're talking about it's like Alex Jones is on it. I'm listening. Like <laughs> not that I agree with a single word he's ever said in his life. Like <sighs> Joe Rogan is just like a walking meme. Rogan like, <laughs> Rogan, there's some there's some there's some footage of him just sitting there going, like looking like, why am I here? Like his eyes really? were just like he was just like like, look at me. This is how I'm doing it. Oh, this is going to be a visual. So the, for the podcast listeners, I'm sorry. But basically, this is what he looked like. <laughs> kind of like how I look during this show. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot like that. Anyways, off on a tangent there. That was that was a tangent. That, that, sh- that show is called TimCast? TimCast, yeah. I've never, I've never heard of it. Oh. Did you ever, have you listened to it before? Um, when I... I listened to Tim Pool a few times last year when the election stuff was going on. Just, yeah. Just to see what people are talking about. I'm more interested in, I'm not, I don't have like, well, I do, but I, but, but 
I keep my political affiliation somewhat ambiguous, but I do like to listen to all the different stuff going on. So like, like when there's a controversy about something, I like to listen to the far right, the alt right. I like to listen to MSNBC. I like to listen to all those because I like to see what everybody's talking about. So that's why, that's why I've listened to it in the past. Yeah. So anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, my crunch wrap. No, we were done yeah. with the crunch wrap. Oh, Ghostbusters, uh, Alex, dude. It's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, dude, man. Okay, uh, so I think I think the thing about that movie is it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. And I think people are so used to just having stuff just Michael Bade in their face the whole time. That, <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that, that it, 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 when they get a movie that builds up and, and, and builds a character slowly and, and, and really tries to give you a, a point of view mm-hmm. and it kind of takes some time to get there. I think, I think people are so accustomed to having it the other way that that's why some it's of the just critics like instant gratification. Kind of want to put the time into the story. Yeah. Kind of. I, I think, I think that has a lot to do with it. I loved it. Gretchen mm. loved it, which I was kind of surprised at. She like halfway through the movie, she's like, this is awesome. Yeah. So. I, I want to see it. I'm I'm not going to spoil anything for you. It 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 brought me to tears at the really? end. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Oh, uh, who died? Everybody? <sighs> no, nobody died. Well, I mean, somebody died, but but um it's just the way that they did it. It was really good. It they did a really good job with it. And oh. and again, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um but uh really good. I think what happens with me is like anything that my my mom and I liked whenever something like that comes up, like, like, uh, like the end of Mandalorian season two. I mean, I, I broke out into tears in that one, mm-hmm. you know, cause my mom had, and I such had a strong connection with star Wars. Yeah. So I think anytime that that something like that happens, I, I, I get kind of welled up a little bit. So, but very good movie. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, like I put on my Facebook yesterday that the critics can go screw themselves. They don't know what they're talking about. Have you watched Yellowstone yet? I have watched a couple episodes of it, but I I have not been f- super fascinated into it like my wife has. Yeah, my wife and I have been watching it. I really dig it. I'll walk around the house like when I got to take the dogs out and be like, it letting up dogs in the ranch. Hey, ranch and life ain't too easy. It's tough. Make a man. Hey. Yeah, I always talk to the dogs that way. Like I'm a like I'm a dachshund wrangler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Ding. Not into it. Sorry. It's it's like Redneck Game of Thrones. Yeah, I could see that. I love Kevin Costner. <laughs> guy's awesome. Yeah. I always so like I yeah I I uh I keep asking my wife if that's the guy that played Beetlejuice. <laughs> Is that guy Batman? Like 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 I think it's Michael Keaton. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah. Do you have one? You want to get to the chat? Yeah. Is there a lot to t- to chat about? No, not really. Peter was just waiting for me to uh to talk about uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Peter. And, uh, but where's Boba? My Boba's at home. I'm taking these home. I didn't bring them because I didn't want to. I didn't want to break them. Yeah. Um, I bent my Wookie. I bent my Wookie. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I miss about RC Scoring Pro, by the way. 
the bent your wiki. Well, you could you could download wave files, and then at any point you wanted to, you could hit you could hit one of the function keys, and it would bring up it would make it would play that wave file. How uh, Blue Groove had it set up so it'd play the Zelda thing when you found like something in the game. Yeah, at the end of a heat race, right? Like the da 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 da. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I do miss that about RC Scorn Pro. You can't really do that with live or with Leverse or Lifetime. Yeah. So I had all these wave files saved. Remember when I would remember when I I would bring up the Pulp Fiction one? Like, mmm, this is a tasty burger. Yeah, yeah. I'd always find new ones. Try to find new ones to play. I miss mm-hmm. that. Uh, John Haas says the scooter looks sweet. I agree. It's not really a scooter, though. It's like an automatic mini bike. Right. Yeah. Steve RC says, get the hobby, the Plex owner on for episode 100 uh, or your supporters. I could try to get one of the one of the uh, Patreon guys in here on or all of them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. If you're a Patreon member, like there's get, four get of a you. Patreon member. Yeah, there's, there's four of you. On. Ooh. Yeah, so the, so the more Patreon Maybe, members, yeah, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Yeah, become a Patreon member, and then maybe we'll invite you on the show. Yeah, <laughs> give go. us money every month. Yeah, and then we'll put you on. Give us five bucks every month. Patrick Mitrovic says ranch is the Midwestern dressing. Is Midwestern dressing? Mm. Addicted to RC says, uh, is it laugh out? LOL. Is it laugh out loud? I think so. Oh, I'd out. have to check Google. Yeah, uh, it is. Addicted to RCs must not be from uh, the States here because he puts uh, laugh out loud at Americans and their coffee. I need my fix. I prefer tea myself. I mm. bet you he's British. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Rick's Meats. I, I'm, I'm pretty English uh, with the last name Brinton. I bet you you could guess my family's lineage pretty easily. Dude. So... Uh, <laughs> My sister took one of those DNA things yeah, and discovered that, in fact, she is also very, very white. Yeah. Um, my son took the one. My, so my sister bought me the same kit. I think it's one, two, three and me or something like that. 23 and me. 23 and me. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the one I did. So uh, my son took the one that was meant for me and he did it himself and he got the results in. And he's mostly Scottish, according mm-hmm. to the DNA. And... There's a there's a political leader who's been very adamant about um, uh, Scottish like independence. I think. Yeah. Uh, is it Nicola Sturgeon? Can't remember her first name now. Anyways, maybe that's the dude, Nicola Sturgeon. Anyways, Sturgeon's a very Scottish name. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm I'm uh what is it like part part English part Irish and part like Norwegian. Scandinavian. Yeah. I'm like white on white man. I am also very white. Most uh, pretty much pretty much all that DNA was uh was from uh uh from um nor- like northern England, Scotland, Norwegian. That sort of thing. If you saw it on the map, you know yeah. how you get that map or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah, I got the map. I'll say I'll I'll photo I'll screenshot uh, uh my map to you. So you, you can see it. my my thing. I got, I got some French in there too. Did you have, when you did that, were you just hoping, just hoping that you had like just a sliver of African in you? Yeah. It was a badass, man. Like just a sliver. That'd have been cool. You know, like, yeah. 
or even know. even I, Native American, just yeah, some exactly. some underserved group, just a sliver of it. Yeah. Nope. Just very then, white for me. Then I'm like one of those guys <laughs> that's like, I'm a 64th whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't really care a whole lot about all that. Like I, you know, I don't. It didn't matter. I also me. found out. I thanks to my sister, I believe she's got she's got proof that like my my ancestors when I say ancestors from like the 1880s or whatever, I think they came over in like 1883. Yeah. So that leaves me completely out of the whole slavery situation. My, my family was indentured servants, whatever that means. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Well, I mean, what, what does that mean? What's an so indentured I think, servant? Okay. I never you, looked it up. So I believe that in for, is it frutal frutal? Like you had a, a different system of, of operating in the, in Europe where you didn't necessarily, it wasn't easy to go beyond your class. Yeah. So if you were low class, you were basically going to be low class forever. Yeah. Kind of like me now. Yeah. Well, we're not low class. I think we're, we're middle class. No. Yeah. So I think indentured servant, like if you had like like a class system, like they were somewhere down there in Europe mm-hmm. at the time. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, that's how I like my family got brought here was as indentured servants. So like I don't know if somebody like owned us or well they we like, were, like I think owed, I think they somebody they something. owed somebody money or or yeah. they owed them their time or whatever. Mm-hmm. The uh, but uh, like I can't I have to look up the name again. They even had like the names of the guys. Uh, the, what was it? Um, there, he, the, this guy, he was a tool maker. Well, there you go. So that was kind of neat. Yeah. Like, huh, I come by it honestly. Yep. You know, uh, we got into the, uh, the ranch, the whole, uh, dressing situation and, uh, oh, Peter Renault says their Thanksgiving is a month earlier. I thought they just had it. Hmm. Um, Tom Baker says cornmeal stuffed with mushrooms. Cornmeal stuffed with mushrooms. Interesting. Uh, Steve RC says Dorothy Lynch, which is kind of like French dressing, but it's kind of its own deal, I think. <laughs> Maria RC says Pizza Hut creamy Italian dressing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm scrolling down here. Riley says he's 15 minutes behind. He's drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade. That's probably all gone now. Nick Nuthouse. Uh, I've been watching his Facebook feed. It says, deer season is over. He's got 100 pounds of summer sausage cooking as we speak and 60 pounds of jerky after that. Sign me up. Dude, that's always the greatest thing about deer season is guys like Rob Turner will bring in mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of, of venison sausage or whatever it's called. Uh, deer like deer sausage. It. I didn't know oh, he did it's that. so good. Uh. Deer sausage with the cheese mixed in it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like, it's great. I've never had any of his. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Haas says he, from Omaha to Dayton, Ohio is 13 hours. Uh, Riley says Dakota hasn't won a touring car. PC Oval. So I TC, I guess, is touring car. PC, I can't, I don't know what that is. What is PC? Pan car. Oh, pan car oval. You're right. Yep, you're right. You're totally right. Uh, Peter says he can finally cross November 30th for 72 hour trips. 
Peter wants to know how come we don't live stream on Fridays. Um, because I'm not I'm not running races, and if I am racing, like like after work on Fridays, I'm in my pit, so I kind of want my phone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I want something to do. I work all week. This is like the only day of the week I have available, really. Yeah. Uh, Jason Haley says I watched the TN- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie with his boys last night, and I couldn't get Connor out of my head. <laughs> the turtles only have three fingers. <laughs> Connor House with, <laughs> with the three fingers. Oh my god, that's funny. Uh, Peter said the brick is coming right at us. That's a, I believe that's a South Park reference. Oh, it's coming right for us. It's coming right for us. Um, let's see. <laughs> Dustin Gokunara, I, I know, but I can't go there. I, it's not worth it. Me going there. Where? Uh, oh, look at the chat Dust, from Dustin Gokunara. Yeah. Look at the chat. Yeah, later. I can only imagine. Yeah. Dustin's not afraid <laughs> to say anything, which is great. Nah. You know where you're at with that guy. Yep. Uh, whole bunch of you guys making fun of uh, Oval. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Take that <laughs> other track. <laughs> uh, what's the open practice schedule this week? Obviously not Thursday. Uh, Friday is actually open all day because it's Black Friday, so we're not racing. So you guys are more than welcome to come in and use the track Friday. And it's always open on Wednesday. So. And I believe it's open Sunday. I don't think we have on-road or oval on Sunday. So you guys can use the track on Sunday. Uh, is there any good Black Friday sales at the Plex? I mean, corporate usually does a big coupon. Um, and then we actually at the Plex right now have our own list of vehicles, RTRs and stuff that we are kind of overloaded on that we're at least minimum $20 cheaper than online. Twenty dollars. That's a pretty good deal. Well, most of it's more than that, but a lot. But that's the minimum. So, um, but uh, um, uh, basically, that's while supplies last, and we have a lot of supply. So, hopefully, all that hmm. stuff will be gone by the end of December. Some some guy run runs into the store tomorrow, like right when it opens. Like, do you have any more of those really cheap RC cars? And you're like, uh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, it's like a whole big pile of them. Uh, <laughs> Riley says he does not miss RC scoring pro. <laughs> Is this Riley Filbert? Yeah. How do you not miss that? I, I don't miss the program itself, but I do miss that function of it. Uh, that function I, I, I do miss. I don't miss not knowing how to write. I, I don't miss the fact that you basically had to know how to speak computer in order to get like final results printed off. You know, which computer program i uh or scoring software software i don't miss auto score auto score yeah the world's worst toughest to use but most frustrating but at the time that it was out and everybody was using it yeah it was a it was all we had but also it got it got a little bit better yeah, Over time. I remember when I ran the the Lincoln track or the the races at the store in Lincoln, and that was all they all we had was that. And RC Scoring Pro is our it was out in like old news by that time. Yeah, and it's like, ugh, why, why God, <laughs> you know? 
Well, I mean, I, I, I used Autoscore in DOS. Oh God! Back uh, 96, 97. It uh, was still, it was still DOS based. Did you have to feed punch cards into the machine every time uh, somebody went by the loop? <laughs> no, but it was, it was, it was uh, not near as as uh, easy to use. And yeah. you couldn't do all the cool stuff you can do now. I mean, it's so yeah. simple to add people to races or take away somebody from a race or change their time or, yeah. or um, I mean, live, Lifetime is such a superior product. It's crazy how good Corey's got that system running. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, they're like the, hey, it's so easy, even I can run it. Even, even like, um, even the problem we had at the techno race. Yeah. If I would have just not said anything. Mm-hmm. And just let everybody run. It would have fixed itself. Yeah. So. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Live and learn. Hmm. Uh. Jason Haley says Will is a techno Viking. Techno Viking. Must be your beard. I'll take it. And uh, Peter says he's watching South Park to work on his Hobbyplex comics. Yeah, dude. And gotta step uh, up them numbers. Dustin said the Black Friday list is on Facebook, and it is. There is a uh, right now. Actually, I'm running an ad. I spent two hundred dollars on Facebook ads yeah. to uh, wow. to get this list of RTRs and kits that we have um, on Facebook. In fact, uh, the SC six point two was mm-hmm. on that list. Now we don't yeah. have any. Oh, really? I sold them all yesterday. Wow. Thanks to the power of Facebook. So say what you want about Facebook. You know, it's good for, it's good for some things. Isn't it meta now? Meta, whatever. Dude, speaking of that, I'm going to sign off on, uh, we're going to finish on this note. Uh, Mm -hmm. Meta, the meta, have you seen the meta commercial? Yeah. It's like, what are you selling? It is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like uh, some Picasso drawing. Like that's not going to make me want to, turn myself into the matrix. Like, I don't know where that's coming from. Yeah. I saw it in the movie theater yesterday and I was like, what is this? And then at the end it was Facebook meta. And I was like, Oh, that's really bizarre. Yeah. No, I, I saw it on, on TV. And I was like, I I was like, um, I don't know what happened. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on here? Yeah. What are you actually trying to sell to people? Mm-hmm. Anyways, all right. I think that covers it. Okay. Are you racing this week? Uh. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Are you? Yeah. Gonna, thank, thanks for Saturday? giving this. Huh? Yeah, Saturday. Oh What's yeah. Sense? No wait. You don't have a carpet car, so you're not racing. I don't this have week. a carpet car yet. Maybe after the first of the year. I don't okay. know. Okay. We'll see. All right. I'll race carpet. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, uh, really quick. Stand by. Alex Sturgeon, shameless plug. I got hired to do the Salt City Classic in Hutchinson. Okay. Uh, to run that race. So um, I told Trevor not to take that weekend off. So hopefully he can run races on Saturday. And if you guys are all about dirt, come on down to uh, uh, get signed up and come on down to Hutchinson, Kansas for the Salt City Classic. That's their second big race that they usually have. And they usually have the the uh, the fall classic, and then the Salt City race, and then 
a pizza race in like March or something like that. So are you going to run mini truggy? No, I'm actually going to run 40 plus mod. I'll, I'll have a car. Oh, cool. So just come down. Me? Yeah. God, I haven't raced electric 10 scale in months. Oh, it's the week after the techno series. Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh the week after the techno series. Yeah. If it was like the weekend after, I don't know. I'll see what I can do. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Can I stay in your hotel room if I go? Yeah, of course. And ride down with you? Yeah, of course. Free? If we get the so, same hotel room, we probably don't even have to pay for it because you could just open up the window and walk in. What? <laughs> the hotel room oh, that I got, the, I, the window okay, didn't cool. lock. Like you could, anybody okay. could literally just open the window and go in there and sleep. Now, uh, it's like, <laughs> I'd be staying in your room. Why wouldn't I just go in? We, we just, the we the just, way you said it is no, like. I know which room it is. We can just hijack the room. Who cares? Yeah. That'd be cool. But they're paying for it. So yeah, we should probably just go in the regular way. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that came off wrong. I'm sorry. Was, I thought it was funny, but. Okay. Uh, trying to think. I'll probably think of something else I wanted to say afterwards, but I think we got everything in. So. Yeah, good enough. Yep. All right. Well, uh, this was fun. This was a Hobbyplex show. 88. 88. Road yeah. to 100. Road to 100. And uh, as always, check out uh, Pivot Lending Group if you're in the uh, refinancing or home loan. Uh, you know, the house across the street from me is actually going for sale. You're really going to buy it? Well, no, but somebody could be my neighbor. Oh, you should buy it as a guest house so I can stay there. Dude, I can barely afford my house as it is, even with the oh. refinance. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, look up uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad. And mm -hmm. uh, if you mention our show and you get it done, you get a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. So take care mm -hmm. of it. Yes. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, me too. I, I don't really have a whole lot. Yeah, I'm going to go home and work on some stuff. Yeah, I think we're going shopping for Thanksgiving tonight already. Oh. I have to get stuff to make my famous uh, crockpot mashed potatoes. That sounds delicious. I love mashed potatoes. I leave the skins on like a crazy oh, person. yeah. Some sour cream, they, some cream cheese, some pepper. You know, I can't remember what I make it with. Chives, <laughs> I honestly chives don't in there. Yeah, it's like everything, but I don't remember what I made them with. Like, I made them for work one time, and they are really good, and I I cannot remember how, how I made them. It was just like some random recipe I found online. Oh. Gretchen likes doing pop, uh, crock pot stuff, so. Yeah, that's my favorite. I'll have her go find stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, anyways, we better go. All right. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Yep, thank you. Bye.